0: But anyways, we're recording just for the gems. So yeah, Tim, man, I'm super excited because man, like your brain to me just works in a way. Like I've always been obsessed with it and like just how you see stuff and like you simplify things so well for people and you simplify things so well for me, including this business, including trading. So I'm I'm just super excited to get in your brain about what you think about cryptocurrency because I know a lot of people are going to get value out of it. And so my first question to you, bro,
1: is what is crypto to you? I mean, that's a loaded question. You, know, you can get technical, you can get spiritual, you can get, you know, like you can go any direction. But to me, like, honestly, like I'll compare it to how I first looked at this company. Like when I first saw this company, I saw this company, like I am specifically, is like the easiest way for people to create something for themselves. And that's how I look at cryptocurrency too, is like this from like just a a financial standpoint is like this right here is the easiest way for anyone in any financial situation, any social, not any social economical background to be set free. You know, like, I don't know how many of you actually look into these stories of like how crypto has changed the world, especially in third world countries where women don't get paid equally or women don't get paid at all. And they were getting paid in Bitcoin five, six, seven years ago. And like, I have to go do some research on where that is now and, and, and the development of that. But to me, like cryptos is, is freedom. It's like, there's no, who, who can tell us what to do, <laughs> you know, like, that's one of the biggest things. And, um, that's how I really view cryptocurrency. man. I think it's so deep, like it, it, to me, like it's the equivalent of, I am it's freedom, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things where it doesn't matter what your viewpoint is on it. You can have a, a different reason for it. Everyone's going to have a different reason. But that's the cool thing about this is everyone can have a different purpose behind it, Um, and the growth of it's like it's the future, dude. It's like that's very wide, broad, but it's so cool because we're literally living in it. Like we are the early adapters. There's still so many people who don't even know what Bitcoin itself is. Like when we were in Europe, bro, remember that? Like, hey, what's Bitcoin? You know, like you don't know what crypto. Like, there's so few people that know about this. We're just around people talking about it all the time. We think it's mainstream. Mm -hmm not even close yet.
0: Mm-mm. Dude, I remember that. I, was like, I would joke at these like street vendors. like We'd go up to like buy some food, and they'd be like, yo, it's like five euro. I'm like, do you take Bitcoin? And they're like, what's that, bro? That's a scam. I'm like, no, dude, actually. you know, I was doing it with the intent of educating people of, yo, this is a form of payment that, look, I'm from the States. Maybe I don't even have any euros on me, but you could take my Bitcoin because guess what? We all accept Bitcoin no matter what. And I think- yeah, that perspective for me has always been the same. Is like, this is like freedom tech. Like this is technology that gives more people more power, more power to basically stick the finger up, you know, to the man, stick the finger up to whatever oppressive system they're facing. That Bitcoin gives them that freedom, at least in the freedom of commerce, right? And that, that's so powerful. Like I think commerce. The ability to buy and sell things is a right of just being a human being, just like the right of religion, just like the freedom of speech, right? Everybody should have the freedom to buy and purchase whatever they want. And Bitcoin really fully enables that. So I, I completely agree with you on that freedom
1: aspect. And well, at like the evolution of time or just currency, like in trading, mm-hmm. like when, if you guys go back and you watch the first ever, you know, Forex education, they talk about oh rocks and be or i mean and we you know a goal and like now we're, we're, we're moving on from this piece of paper into something that is, is like hundreds of years from now right Crypto is what's going to be on that what is forex video you know yeah. that's the next evolution of where money where transactions where value is going and there's actual purpose to it like i, I think mm-hmm. i remember when i first started learning about cryptocurrencies like the way it was explained to me was like there's purpose behind each and every single coin. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's like a coin, like a penny. No, 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 They're companies, like there's purpose behind what they're doing and and that's what gives them value. And people can actually invest in what they believe in instead of saying, fuck, well, I have to go invest in pound, you know, because I I live here, you know? This is like, you can actually invest in what you believe in and you'll go, you know, where where you want it to go. Right, and it's
0: like, we've never had the choice You've never had the choice of what you carry in your pocket of what you think is money. You've always just carried dollars because that's the only choice you were given. Now it's like, you have a choice. Well, you believe in Bitcoin's money principles, you believe in scarcity, you believe in deflationary assets. Okay, invest in Bitcoin. Maybe not, maybe you believe that the banks are rule all and that the banks are gonna inevitably take over everything and you think the banks are gonna use XRP. So that's your given right to hold that currency. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And as much as I don't like XRP, if you want to use that and you want to hold it, that's your God given right. And that's what I love about crypto is like we've democratized what money is and we've completely broken down the barriers for most people. Like they never even questioned what the hell money was before they heard of cryptocurrency. This thing is, Oh, that's how I buy bread. It's how I buy gas. It's like, well, no, you can add so many layers to it. And then like what you said, yeah, it's not just like every one of these cryptos represents a completely different idea, a completely different philosophy. And like, yeah, it's, it's so exciting to be involved with this stuff. Honestly, it's like, these I like joke around with people. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I buy magic internet coins. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like the icebreaker, I say. I it's like, oh yeah, you've heard of Bitcoin, right? <laughs> but like, essentially, yeah, it's crazy. Like these things are, they're so fast and they're so exciting because anybody can create them for any purpose. And if they get enough people on board with the idea and the rest is history, right? And that's literally how Bitcoin started. So my 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 second question. I had a couple of questions. You really got into these. Um, I'll skip to this one. It's like, what's your
1: uh, what's your favorite crypto, man? You saw? Did you see my? Uh, you see my interview with Armando? <laughs> man, <laughs> honestly, I'm at this phase right now where it's like I'm I'm having so much fun, like, like day trading the exchange style of cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought that would ever come out of my mouth. But that's kind of what I've been, I've been doing, like, everything I'm investing in now is because I sold off things I was getting in last month, right? And I think that's like the coolest thing, like, bro, I made more this past month, just ex- like, listen to that, exchange trading cryptocurrencies than chairman checks, and not a split chairman check, like a complete chairman check, like, <laughs> double it, <laughs> you know, and so to me, I, I don't really think it's anything of favorites, so where I'm like, invested into it, where it's like, Um, like, oh, I'm really in love with this project. To be honest with you, right now, I'm really at the point where it's just like, I know this is gonna, this is gonna make me some money, and that's what I'm doing. But like, if I really had to pick one thing and tell everyone to hold, like, I think Ethereum, dude. Like, Mm -hmm. to me, like, I tell people all the time, like, okay, you know what? It's something like my parents had like questions. I'm like, just buy Ethereum, just buy freaking Ethereum, hold that shit, (laughs) and you'll be happy a year, two Mm -hmm. years. Uh, So that's my my simple. But also, wrap around answer to favorite cryptocurrency.
0: Wow, I love that. I like that. I think it's a really good answer because Tim is emotionally unattached to cryptocurrencies, and that's like you said, you see the results, you hear the results with a strategy like that. And we talk about it all the time like, don't fall in love with these coins, right? Don't become think that your coin, your small cap coin, is the next bitcoin. And it's a it's like almost a toxic trade of a lot of cryptos, like people think that, like. Yo, this coin's the fucking one, you know, like this is the one. And so, like, some people are very passionate about cryptos and some people have that view. I love that. Cause it's like you don't have to like be all in love with these coins and you think they're like whatever, the next great coming of Jesus. And you like, no, I'm just here, like, cause these things are hot. And I'm moving my money, I'm here, and I'm there. Not attached to any of them. I love that answer, bro. That's I think yeah. a lot of people got out of that.
1: I'd be hitting up Mike. I'm like, so when are we gonna <laughs> my my like i'm getting into these with the the goal of getting out like what is the strategy because i you know my goal within probably these next two months i would say next 35 days is is to take my was like 15 or 10 or 15 thousand dollar investment and bring it to six figures just That's by trading coins like mm-hmm. it's like a game to me man like it's so much fun it's like this new thing that i haven't been i haven't been doing and to me it's just like it's like this new thing I gotta figure out. <laughs> and it's so <laughs> crazy that we literally get to just like hop on hour long sessions and people literally tell us what to do. And as long as you just plug in, like it works. <laughs> it's like a cheat code. Like we literally so, have, have code to making money. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <It's, laughs> you put a
0: hundred bucks into something and four weeks later it's worth a thousand. Like come on now like come on y'all realize what's going on here like y'all realize this it's these are life-changing opportunities and this isn't how crypto always is guys are like this is something where you know i've been involved in cryptocurrencies for three years now And the last two years we're not like this but the reason we're capitalizing we're being so aggressive right now because crypto has these cycles every four years it becomes a bull market and yes pretty much anything with crypto related gonna go boom <laughs> you know and so if you're looking at tim like i think tim's approach to it is, is so powerful it's like yo i'm here to catch these waves i'm gonna ride them but also what he said at the beginning I was like that was such a gem because he enters with the exit in mind enters with the exit in mind and like having that exit plan is everything because if you don't cash the bag cool yeah you bought a coin at one cent you watch it go to 10 but did you take profits right did yeah. you take profits because <laughs> Because yeah, I heard some crazy stats, man. Like 97% of people who were millionaires in the last crypto run didn't even realize it. They were just paper millionaires. They didn't even realize their gains. I'm like, damn, like, and that's something that we've been talking about for a minute. But yeah, what's uh, what's been your biggest lesson so far, man? What's been your biggest lesson in crypto? So
1: Mike said, said this line that really blew me away. Um you know, I have like, I can make an excuse if I want, like, oh, I fell asleep or the crypto <laughs> okay. to transfer if I just waited 15 more minutes, yada, yada, yada. But Mike said this line about veracity, where he was like, you get in at the price that you deserve. I took that from me. <laughs> took that from you. Yeah. So yeah. It was just the, <laughs> the good, create the great steal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that was something that's like really, really big for me is like, sometimes you got to just pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think another thing is like, not everything's going to win either. You know, mm-hmm. like they're really invested in it and that's done nothing, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, like it's a part of the game. I, I think some people, um, I think some people like think that, okay, cool. I'm, I'm guaranteed to make money because I invest. That's not true at all. Like, like when you invest money, you should expect that it's not going to return. Like you need to have that piece of outcome and that peace of mind that the money's never gonna return and anything of, that comes from it is just congratulations, right? Obviously you don't wanna expect negativity and different things like that, but that was a big thing for me is just like, not everything's gonna go hundred X, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like what ferocity, like that's not gonna happen every single time. You know, we just got in, we pulled the trigger and depending on how willing that you were willing to pull that trigger, determines the return that you got, right? Mm-hmm. Like I still got it at 0.006, still bought 370,000 coins, but I could have gotten it at point zero zero two and had a million.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. I was just not pulling the trigger. Sometimes there's fear. Sometimes there's other things. So um, another thing I learned is what uh, a little bit you you talked about as well, Jordan. Um, and guys, I hope you realize like how powerful of an individual that you guys have in your corner. A lot of things I learned are just coming from Jordan's conversations in the crypto chat. They're coming from watching his calls, the recordings, the YouTube channels, and about the difference between like market cap, supply and demand. A lot of people are looking at price. Like you can't just treat this like Forex. Like you got to do a little bit of research, you know, like you wouldn't just buy any random stock because of price. Like you're going to go look at the PL, You're going to go look at who's on the board. board. You're going to go look at products that are coming out. You're going to go do research when you're investing money into something. And so I think that's really big. Those are probably the two biggest things right there for me is like, you got to do a little bit more research, you know, obviously there is institutional movements and things like that. You can market up like that, but, um, I think I have more fun doing that than anything else. Like the research is just a lot of fun.
0: Dude, it's so exciting. Like you find that new coin, you're like, oh my gosh, this, oh my gosh, that. Like people always like ask me, like, man, how do I start? What do I do? And I'm like, bro, you got two fingers, you got Google. I mean, I, I only type with two fingers, but some people type with all eight, you know, but you go on Google, start looking up stuff. You know, you get excited, you learn one thing that creates a question. That question leads you to a new line of research that leads you to another answer and then it creates another question. It's like, you're either curious or you're not. Like you're curious about these things or you're not. Curiosity is the number one thing I think just like for research, like if you're curious about these things there's no way to research thing. It's just ask questions, yo. Ask them in the crypto chat. ask them on Google. Like ask your mentor, ask somebody else. And the other big thing you said there, I think is worth re-mentioning and reiterating talking about more is like the psychology and the expectations people have in crypto. Oh my God. So, you know, for two years, three years, crypto didn't do shit. (laughs) Like everybody forgot about it. Nobody like, oh, crypto. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, whatever, bro. Like blow you off. You're talking about blockchain, talking about complicated shit. I don't give a fuck about that. And then all of a sudden, now it's popping. Everyone's like, oh, I want to get in, man. I want to get in. Like, let me get in. Let me get a taste of these games, you know? when they're coming in, like, like thirsty. Like, man, what's the coin, bro? What's the move? Like, where should I put my money? And I'm like, whoa, chill out, yo. Like, <laughs> there's, like, yes, things are hot right now. Yes, like, there's coins that we've grabbed and they've pumped. And they pumped like crazy. Like, people making six figures a day. <laughs> no income claims. But... It's 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 insane to me because for three years nobody gave a shit about crypto, and now within three months everyone's a crypto expert. Everyone's yeah. like, oh man, look at this coin. This one's going to dollar. This one's to this, and yeah, man, it's like those expectations are like really what can can really fuck you up. Like truly, 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 like having those expectations that your coin should pump. Having those expectations that someone should give you a play and that you should get into it in a move. Like, yeah, I'll be real. Like, I, we call that Reef, you know, Reef's been chilling. Reef ain't done shit yet. Right. And then one coin we call it just moons. And everyone's like, damn, man, I wish I would have gotten that one. But it's like, at the end of the day, you guys always have to remember that you guys are the ones pulling the triggers. You guys are the ones investing. And that's why we say do your own research. Because if you're buying a coin and you don't even know what it is, you just bought it because you saw it in QC crypto you have nobody to blame but yourself when you lose your money right when 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 it doesn't go well and then like yeah creating these unrealistic expectations that's that's a dangerous thing about crypto too cuz like you catch a pump you catch a 10x and you think every other trade's going to be another 10x <laughs> yeah, like that it, is not how it goes like Yo, there's some people who've been, like I said, been in this market for three years waiting for something like this last couple months. So, I mean, I'm grateful. I'm blessed, but it's like, we definitely cryptos right now. You got to keep yourself in check. You got to keep yourself in check because it's easy to get lost in the sauce. It's easy to get excited. It's easy to think that it's going to keep going up forever, you know? And I think, yeah, that's kind of what I want to ask you next is like, what's your, what's your expectations this year? You know, what are, what are your expectations? How are you looking at the market? Which is, how do you keep yourself sane in this craziness?
1: You know, it's funny you ask that because I literally was doing a crypto closing call right before this. And I was just talking about like all the different things that we have. And I'm like, Holy shit. There's so many ways. to move. I was like, someone was asking me like, yeah, I just want, I, I upgrade to the elite pack and now I can plug all these sessions. I'm like, I'm like, you realize like how many sessions a day that we have opportunities to make money bounce back in the morning trade house hfx in the morning and in the evening crypto throughout the day curtis cobain at night our calls throughout the week that we're doing live or just fundamental is just like there's so many ways to make money and i want to go back really quick before i answer your question it's like people kind of freaking out oh i didn't get in that's a very dangerous mindset to have Mm -hmm. um because like There's someone making money right now doing something else. You know, like I'm not making any money off that. There's millions of ways to make money. And so if we get stuck on the, oh shit, I missed it. Mm -hmm. You're always going to be in that mindset. You're always going to be missing the opportunity. Like there's hundreds of thousands of ways for us to make money. And that's like a big thing for me. If I miss it, okay, I'm on to the next, you know, like you can't be stuck in the past, especially with this because it develops. So like, look at like when new phones come out, literally a day later, they're old. You know, that's going to be very, in my opinion, what we're going to see in the crypto market, there's going to be so much advancement, so much technology, so much actual use to it. Like we're just getting into the usage part,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and it's just like the tip of the iceberg. And so for me, like with the future of the market, like I'm looking at obviously very fiscally, like I want to <laughs> profit. Right. Um, but to me, it's like, I'm just really excited about what's going to happen with tech. You know, like I've always, been into the. I've always told my friends like, yo, once virtual reality comes out, I was at Pop <laughs> camp, I was playing with the, the Oculus. And I'm like, bro, I'd never, I'm disappearing. <laughs> I'm going to buy an in VR. And it's like, yo, can we make money in VR with crypto too? Like, I, I think it's just like, it's a world unknown and the, the possibilities are endless. Um, and then it's also kind of scary because it's like, it, it, I think you and I had this conversation. Maybe it's like, what happened when the dollar has gone? Like, mm-hmm. you know, who have a billion dollars but they don't have any crypto or like, we're really in a crazy time. And I feel like we're just so blessed to live in it. And we're, mm-hmm. we're blessed to in be participating. In it. Like we're on the right side of history, for sure. Like we're, we're, we're even if it's a little bit like even if you're doing $5 a week, that's better than nothing. Thanks. You know, that's way better than nothing. Um, so I mean, I hope that answers your question. But it's, it's funny, you brought up something about the hype. You know, I always I used to always laugh. I used to always say, like, I would search through my Facebook and I know crypto will be boom because all the network marketers be talking about Bitcoin <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so it's even <laughs> they're always right because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about or something's really happy because they're talking about it again. And this new crypto pump company came out of nowhere. So um, I always laugh about that. Like, you got to be careful of the hype. You got to be careful of the news and crypto. Um, you, you this is one of those things where you really got to watch the masses and do the opposite. And, and that's where you're going to find the results because, you know, it, it's people will be buying Bitcoin at all time highs, like chill, like chill, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a, a couple answers to come, some of the things that you were, you were chatting on. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think right, that, that FOMO. And I wanted to do this earlier. Like, this is like a Friday night live call, kind of, right? So, I've been waiting to do this. <laughs> and uh, I'm just letting you know, I've been working since 7 a.m. this morning. Let's go. Uh, If we're talking about the finer things tonight, I need some of this. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was so cheesy. That was so Gordy. This guy texts me. He's like, I got a joke for the opener. And I was like, all right, man. (laughs) So there it was. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Whatever you guys are doing, whatever your, whatever your preferences, pour one up, roll it up. We're here to hang. We're here to just, you know, shoot the shit. And I think these conversations are powerful because it really is like, it reveals Our psychology, just our belief sets about things. And it's not like we're telling you guys, instructing you to do anything right now. We're just showing like what we think about these things. I know for me, that really blew my paradigm, just hearing, you know, people that I looked up to and just how they talked about a subject and just their mindset. So I hope you guys are getting a lot of value out of this. I know I do. And I think it's fun as well. But yeah, I think I want to reiterate, I just want to bring it back up because I think it can't or I can't be oversaid. It cannot be oversaid. Like FOMO is probably the biggest thing in crypto. Like, I don't know how many people like, I got texting me, like, yo, bro, like, should I get into VRA right now? I'm like, should I get into VRA right now? <laughs> like, these like fiends, like, man, like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's like, I always say the same thing, which is, you know, I dollar cost average. Or you should too. And that's how you avoid FOMO. But guys, there will be another pump, po- there will be another coin that goes boom like vra ain't the first and it ain't the last you know and so it's like you (laughs) can't let me get it (laughs) but you guessed that (laughs) get my god of this chat but (laughs) it's real stuff guys don't fall victim to the fomo and you know understand that if you're going to buy into vra you're 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 buying into the highs if you're buying into bitcoin right now you're buying into the highs and I, a lot of people last call on the, on the Wednesday call, I said, you know, create an investment plan. And if you need help creating that investment plan, you know, some people hit me up, took me advantage of that. Shout out to y'all who did because, you know, some people are like, well, I don't know, man. So that's all time highs. And I'm like, well, what's your investment like horizon? Are you investing to make some profits to pay your rent next month? Are you like, are you trying to cash out the end of the year? Or are you like, yo, this technology is the future. This is the first time I heard about it. I want to hold this for 10 years. Cause if you're in the second boat, yeah, of course it's a good time to buy crypto. But if you're trying to, it's all about those expectations, guys. If you're trying to flip your bag, there, there there's a, there's a different way to go about it, you know. But yeah, I kind of want to shift the question. This is my favorite question. This is my favorite question to ask anybody in cryptocurrency because at the end of the day, nobody will know. And I think this is a topic will be debated for the history of forever. But uh, who, who, who do you think Satoshi is, man? What's your, what's your guess? What's your theory?
1: dude i really i want to be honest with you that whole government conspiracy thing really fucked me up yeah <laughs> that whole world order one you know government mm. thing really really messed me up and i don't want to believe it i'm not going to get all crazy and pretend like damn Parra knows what the hell he's talking about he's a genius but i don't think he knows who the guy boy, who the group or girl whomever is Man, i got no clue bro i have no clue i don't care I just want to keep making money. <laughs> like, that, that's my answer. That, that That's it. And I wanted to say something earlier. I think this is really important. Like, that's why I'm so happy that you kind of have your your calls a little bit separate. Like, you have technical calls. You have, um, like, fundamental calls. You're having conversational calls because I feel like these are the kind of calls you have to have. Like, these are the kind of conversations and the, and the, and the like, psychology. It's like, no one loves hopping on the Sunday psychology calls, but that's why you have no fucking results. Mm. You know, like, is because, like, you, you, you don't understand why you're getting in, in the first place. You know, like, to, like to me, this is the, probably the most powerful, one of the most powerful conversations you can have with someone. is like, why in the first place are you investing? Like, what is your belief in what you're investing? You know, like to me, like, I'm so happy that you're doing this. And I know some of the speakers you have coming up, like y'all were mm-hmm. excited. Trust me, I'm level one. The next level speakers are coming are way better, but um, like, Yeah, answer your question. I don't care. I just want to keep making money. I'm just (laughs) happy that you're doing this, bro. because I think this is like the unspoken about side that everyone wants to just make money all the freaking time. And yeah, that's cool. That's great. But if you don't do this part, for like this is 99% of it because the 1% is just the execution. But if you don't have the 99% you never execute. That's why so many people are still waiting on entering on other... BRA, for example. You know, it's, it's... yeah man i'm just happy that you're doing these type of calls like because these are really 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 powerful jeez thank you bro i appreciate you for saying that appreciate a
0: hundred of you guys man we maxed out we got to get a new zoom link gotta get a new, i gotta upgrade my zoom
1: i got you on it bro I, I have a i have a company that does it a little bit cheaper you got
0: hell yeah yeah that's that's a necessary thing i'm so glad that that is happening i'm glad you guys are getting the value yo guys give it back to tim drop some threes in the chat for our man tim Yo, yeah, we'll drop three threesome as Tim. I think, yeah, I love the fact that, you know, we can bring all these people on and everyone with crypto has that different perspective. And that, I think, is the most Tim answer I could ever get every kid who's Satoshi. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> it just makes me money. But nah, I guess I'm going to keep that one as a question. That's going to be an ongoing conversation before I kind of reveal my opinions on the matter. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And I think that, like, it's always been the thing for me like, what? Like, how, how, like in today's world, how in the hell did whoever create this actually remain anonymous? Like that blows my mind, man. That blows my mind. Maybe that's just me, but.
1: There has to be like a group, you know? Like I don't, I don't, I don't personally believe that it could be one person. Unless this person's a genius and came from another world and like, you know, that's where we're at. That's the kind of conversation we're having right now. Um, that's a, what happens if Satoshi's it's over.
0: It's over. Honestly, if, I think for me personally, if Satoshi's Bitcoin boobs, it's over. It's like, oh shit, the dude who made this is over. like that blows the trust because what is Bitcoin? What is blockchain? It's a trust. It's a trust system. And that's the real life, Mr. Robot. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. I think that's like the funnest thing to talk about within crypto because it's like, who the hell knows? Was it the government, the CIA, an alien, an AI?
1: Shit. (laughs) That's it's it's one of those things where it's like you can sit there and and think about it forever, you know. But you're never gonna know till you know, you know. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And if you know, and once you know, I think it's like I I personally think once you know, it's over. Would you? Do you think the same? Like it's, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I appreciate you. (laughs) That's hilarious
1: Um. Like, I mean, unless that person was into like some dirty shit like morally it would i would probably take a step away from it but like i don't think i don't know if it. Would like i mean we know who created the dollar we want more of it that's a good point that's a good point would anyone even care yeah i mean that's that's another whole i mean that's a rabbit hole we can dive into <laughs> can have that conversation yeah i
0: mean speaking of the federal reserve i kind of want to hear your like take on it like what's the Federal Reserve to you yeah just I'll leave that that can we give us your
1: spiel you know what if you were around a few hundred years ago and you were in a good position of power would you not capitalize I mean I don't know would you not get into the railroads would you not get into bonds I mean dude it's a big scam it is what it is like um, go get or get got scammed to be scammed you just decide what side you want to be on jeez
0: i'm never i'm never heard that put that way you know i i i gained I gained i'll give him i'll give him a satoshi point zero zero one millionth one hundredth of a million i'll give him a, a satoshi point of empathy for that perspective tim just provided <laughs> but you're right i mean how could, I mean, essentially, dude, they just had power. They bought shit. They realized, yo, we can take control of the whole monetary system. Let's fucking do it. Like, and, you know, we're living with the consequences of it 100 years later. But I also believe in the, I believe in divinity of everything. I believe everything happens for a reason. I believe, you know, that, that shit, as much as we don't like it, well, guess what? Fuck no, no. <laughs> That's the first time I think you ever seen those words come out of Mike's mouth. But, yeah, it's, I think... It's, it's almost some way, and I think that's really powerful to be able to find that sort of empathy and that sort of understanding of psychology of, like, this happened for a reason. We always look at the Federal Reserve as, like, fuck those guys, right? They made all this shit, you know? Like, they're the evil. They're the what's wrong. But it's, like, federal creation was the worst thing ever. But Mike, at the exact same time, it was the best. Because if they didn't get created, no, we don't
1: trade this. We would this. have never been interested in, we would have never been into Forex. I mean, we would we no still. No Forex, no Bitcoin. Bitcoin. We were lucky enough to become aware of it and then you know get out of our comfort zone and go do something so it's like at the end of the day you're gonna have this spectrum like you're gonna have this spectrum regardless right like it i i give MBA answers on purpose you ever heard of what <laughs> an, answer is <laughs> yeah. uh, you know like a graduate school answer of um, fuck i don't even know where i'm i see i shouldn't drink that wine. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You, you, I get you what you're
0: what saying. You, you know what it means. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You can't. You don't want to put yourself on any extreme because life isn't like that. Life isn't black or white. I'm actually at my family's place right now, you know. And um me and my family, we always have crazy conversations about. If you guys know me, I'm an opinionated person. I'm a blunt person, and we talk a lot about you know what's going on with the world with COVID. You know, a lot of my family members fall on different sides, have different beliefs than me. But one thing we always come back to as a family and as you know people, and I think that's why creating conversations, dialogues about controversial topics is so, so important, especially in today's world because nothing is black and white. Nothing is just like this way or this way. You know, there's a spectrum, always. There's always a spectrum, you know, and um, even just with like something like being opposed to the Federal Reserve, like that's not just black and white. You know, like you have an amazing ability to even take something so controversial where most people are like, yeah, (laughs) and still provide some sort of like, neutral balance to it that's your beast bro you're a beast um i got another kind of question, um, question kind of change up the conversation here so because like crypto is so pretty much you know it's it's open like that's, that's the beautiful thing about it anybody can just decide oh, i'm gonna make a crypto like so mr tim if you let's say hypothetically if you were to make your own coin what would you call it mm-hmm. or if you wouldn't want to make a coin why not
1: Well, I don't know what I would call it, but I I feel like there's so many valuable purpose to it. So like, for example, two of my big goals that like when I was in college and I wrote my my undergrad thesis for, like I worked with a company that helped build um, pretty much business plans. And and two of them I really fell in love with were two of that were a part of. And one was um, helping people like with criminal records, like get like jobs and things like that and having that trust-to-trust network of information, like in the criminal system. I think that would be something that would be absolutely amazing. Um, and another thing is like third, third world country, like entrepreneurship pen pal programs. Like there, uh, to me, it's like not even like, how do I say this? Like, it's not even like the network. It's just like, there's like MedCoin. Remember that a few years ago where it was like, like doctor trust-to-trust? It would be something like that. Like where information, w- there wouldn't be manipulation of information or corruption in, in making something happen for people. I don't know where I would go with that, but that's probably something that I would do personally if it was just me.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah. I just kind of reiterated that question for future guests, but I like that question because it, like, it kind of brings out, like, what are you passionate about? Because really that's what cryptocurrencies are. A lot of these cryptocurrencies are seeking to solve a problem. They're seeking, you know, Bitcoin's primary problem that it solves is the fact that most adults aren't banked. Those adults don't have a financial network that's reliable that they can use that's free and easy and cheap. And then Ethereum tackles a whole bunch of other problems, you know, with DeFi, all these things. And so at the base of every single cryptocurrency is the desire to solve a problem through the world. And the the solution usually comes through the blockchain. And I think that's, that's so powerful. That reads a lot about Tim and just like what he wants to do in the world. And that's like, one thing I've always known you as is like, someone who's very interested in philanthropy. Someone who's really generally interested in setting up systems for people to win, or if systems system is fair, I mean, freaking build QC, <laughs> like, you know, I think that, like, that's definitely the future of the blockchain, like, yo, we're so early to this tech, I always tell people, like, we're in, we're in the dialogue ages of blockchain, you know, who, who in 1995 could predict Venmo, could predict Airbnb, could predict Uber, nobody so it's like, we can take a stab at these like ideas of like what blockchains can do in the future. But at the end of the day, I'm so damn excited to see it. And that's why I love asking these questions. Because like who knows where that idea is going to come from? Google wasn't even made until 2004. <laughs> like, and that was one of the biggest internet companies ever. So yeah, the future of crypto is so big and the potential of
1: it. A decade later, and we're just over a decade really with, with cryptos. And how many years prior was that being worked on? It's like we're yeah. like... Like that's where I see us right now is like we're getting into that transition phase, like like mm-hmm. it's like the whole idea of We're still super early, but we're just getting into this point of like like the NF, whole NFT thing is like, bro, like this shit's fucking crazy, you know. Mike made a comment in there about Azukor Poppy Coin. If I had to create a Dogecoin, like just something <laughs> you know, you want y'all wanted me to disappear, you know, and never come back living on an island. That's what I would do for sure. So if y'all see that on the internet, you know who made it. <laughs> i
0: love it i love it i love it like yes yeah, um i love how oh, me and mike's always said dogecoin is literally like the value of humor it's like what the internet puts the value of humor at. it's like with cryptocurrency picasso says this and he says it's like crazy because bitcoin's a technology it's an open decentralized protocol and anthony's vibing bro that guy's vibing i'm feeling this way. but i got distracted sorry um crypto picasso is. He says it's amazing because bitcoin is a technology and it's a network and it's a technology and network with a price tag associated to it and essentially dogecoin is uh the price is humor it's the internet humor and it's got a price tag associated to it it's like with cryptocurrencies we can put a price tag associated basically with anything and we're seeing now art we're seeing you know d5 i think nfts are really like something popping. I kind of want to tap on that. Um, the value of human memeing.
1: <laughs> is that even a word? <laughs> when people talk about it and laugh about it, it's like, yeah. how do you ever see people that run meme pages? How do they make money? They, they find something that's extremely relevant. They post about it. Advertisers see that this page is getting uh, like how to uh, volume or access or, or, or viewership. So they're mm-hmm. paying people to do these posts. That's how it mm-hmm. people are buying it because it, exactly what you're saying, it makes so much freaking sense, except it's, <laughs> it's like, I mean, people are buying this at seven, eight cents and selling their fucking house, you know, like I, I know, <laughs> <laughs> like legit putting 10, $20,000 and they got $4 in their bank account into this coin, you know, like, mm-hmm.
0: Dude, I was scared. I was scared for a while because at the time when Dogecoin pumped, Bitcoin really hadn't consolidated or made its retracement. You know, so Bitcoin's chart was very vertical. A lot of charts were very vertical. And I'm like, oh no, dude, party's over. Like, I had people in my Facebook feed from high school, you know, the people that don't invest that think Bitcoin's a scam talking about, yo, Dogecoin's going to a dollar. I got 40 million of them. And I was like, like, bro, we're all getting rich. Like, literally, one of them said are oh, all getting rich. And I'm like, oh no like that's it like that, oh no <laughs> I was a little
1: scared On uh, Armando's um podcast I'm like sometimes ignorance is bliss you know like it's just sometimes you gotta let them go like that's just yeah can we touch on a Alicia's comment in the chat really quick yeah I saw that a, I actually literally had that pulled that. up that would be powerful yeah yeah dude you go ahead go take a stab at that so he commented out, because obviously people watching the can't see the chat, so y'all, us laughing at Mike, you guys won't be able to experience that. But um, she said, if we wanted to create a crypto to help humanity and change and end world poverty and fund positive projects, is that a thing that we could do? Now, for that comment itself, Jordan, like, couldn't you just do that through a natural non-for-profit where people are investing money into in and they're getting tax deductions on it? Like, how would crypto come into play in that sense in, in, in what she's talking about.
0: You, you just set me up so perfectly. Yeah, that's one of the biggest um, the biggest potential dApps you can make, right? So like a decentralized application is a charity. Um, unfortunately, in the world that we live in today, you know, Red Cross, it's a charity, right? But does 100% of funds that go to Red Cross go to the cause that they're doing it? No. It's just how it works, right? Because there's people involved in I'm not calling shots or nothing, but what's cool with this tech is that we can make a red cross as a dap with nobody in charge of it, nobody in control of it, and we could assure that 100% of those funds would go to what they're for, and that's the way charities should work, right? So screw having humans run charities, because I don't believe humans suck, but some do, not all, but you know screw having humans run charity making an app and yes you could like you could even make a smart app that would know exactly when a disaster hit would know exactly how much fun like it's insane what you could build on a blockchain in terms of adapt so yeah i that was one of the biggest things i saw when i first heard about blockchain i'm like whoa like charities charity philanthropy is something that needs to be on the blockchain we don't need humans touching that money we just need an app that just sends it straight from the like the fundraiser straight to the cause, right? Don't even give it the permission. I heard it's like technology. That's an awesome thing about technology. It was like the same thing. I was reading a book, Atomic Habits. I don't even know this was in this book, but just talking about how back in the early 1800s, like it was a huge problem that people would steal from the cash register because They didn't have cameras. They didn't have a way to register it. And then the guy who invented the cash register just by simply locking the cash drawer save businesses thousands and millions of dollars just by simply eliminating the possibility for human error like and that's what blockchains do with that it's like completely eliminate the possibility for any kind of corruption in charity which would be game-changing would it not
1: yeah i mean i think most charities 96 percent of it's going towards you know organizing fees and and, and salaries right well that's like a big thing that i'm again i mean I, mean, I don't know how many people know this story is like when, when I decided to go full time in entrepreneurship, I actually walked away from one of the biggest job offers in my passion field ever. And the main reason I did that was because I never wanted to be in a position where I had to be funded for me to go off and go do something. I wanted to fund myself because anytime someone puts money in your pocket or money in the account, they have a say. And I never wanted someone to say, okay, cool. I gave your your charity, your non for profit, a hundred thousand dollars is why I want done. No fuck off. Like I know how to make money myself. I'm gonna go impact the world the way I want to impact the world, and that's the reason why I partnered with I am was because I knew like once once we can teach people really how to make money, we can go out and go change. Like so, guys, mm-hmm. what about to be making ten million dollars a month in residual income? What could we do for the world with that money? Like think think really far. You guys have to think really far past your lifetime what this company and this information is going to do for not only your family, but families around the world. You have to start thinking bigger, much faster. And and that's how I look at cryptos too, is like, if we start thinking bigger, much faster, we can actually start accomplishing these things at speeds and rates that we would never be able to do with the current system that we have. No. And they're not willing to, oh, did you guys lose me?
0: I think he lost me. I don't know if it was me or you, or, but we're good.
1: <laughs> like, this is like the biggest, like when I heard him talk about $10 million a month, that like that open, I always say there's a lid. Like we, we get filled up with so much information. This is where ego comes into play. And this is how you get like really humble is you get to this full lid and you're like, I know everything I think I can know. And then all of a sudden something breaks through. That lid opens up and you realize you were a pond in a big fucking ocean. And guess what happens? That lid gets full again, and you were an ocean in a big world, right? So like, that's how I just look at all of this is like, man, we have such an amazing opportunity, like as a collective to come together and make such amazing things happen. And that's why I love this network, because each and every single one of you on this call are passionate about something different. And it doesn't have to be passionate about cryptocurrencies. Like I'm not the most passionate person about cryptos, but I respect them. And I know what they do. Right? And I surround myself with people like Jordan, people like Mike Austin, Jason Brown, you know, um, Curtis. Not like all these different individuals, Nick, who are just really, really smart. And like, my my specialty is not Jordan's brain, and that's why we work so well together. Like, man, I'm telling you guys, like, <laughs> the future's lit. Like, the future's super lit.
0: Excellent. and to be involved with a company who's educating people on this stuff, so it's like. Yo, you don't even have to know shit about it. But like, yo, these people do. And like, these people can get you right. And like, you get paid to tell people about this stuff. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's not like you make money off Bitcoin. You get paid to tell people about Bitcoin. You get paid to help people learn about Bitcoin. (laughs) You get paid in Bitcoin. Get out of here. You can fund your trading account in Bitcoin. You can literally trade your account as Bitcoin. So while Bitcoin's appreciating value, and you're growing and compounding your account in Bitcoin, like, yeah, I mean, seriously, like, people got to realize, like, how good we got it, man. Like, we got it so good. We got it so good here. And, like, I really see, like, the work that we're doing here at QC, the work that we're doing at IM with educating people, spreading this information. Is really, we're, we're planting seeds and, you know, for trees that we'll never sit under. But that's the point, yeah. you know, is we're, we're putting, we're building those, planting those seeds of the trees for the future generations. So, yeah, man, I'm loving this conversation. This is lit. Hope y'all guys are getting value. Yo, drop some drop some nines in the chat. Drop some nines in the chat. Hope y'all are digging this combo getting
1: value on this. Ryan, to answer your question, bro, you're just using bigger lot sizes, my friend. That's why your fees are higher. <laughs>
0: <Welcome>. <laughs> it's a good problem, man. It's a good problem to be having. <laughs> All right, man. This is um this is my last question for you, but this is the this is the big one. I think um everybody has an opinion on this one as well. And it's an exciting conversation point, but how high do you think Bitcoin can go, man?
1: Well, I feel like I can, I can give you an answer, but I feel like you have an extremely logical answer. And it's no, no. Like, <laughs> you know, like how much there is, you know, once it's, it's done being mine. But, <laughs> man, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be an Ivan of the check on like, million dollars. Like, no, I ain't going <laughs> to. I, I don't know, dude. I don't see why it couldn't. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't see why it couldn't. It's just I struggle. I struggle with the logical aspect of, like, what happens when there's no more supply and there's just an insane amount of demand. Mm. And how do we go about, like, transaction? Like, that's where I struggle with my personal understanding of Bitcoin being the future of transactions. And obviously, there's tons of different coins. You can you know, pay for your Lambo or pay for your bread with fucking VRA, right? Whatever. But... Um, I don't know, man, like by the end of this year, like a hundred thousand dollars is done. Like, that's an obvious, like it's going, it, we're going to see six numbers and we're going to see one comma for sure. Um, I just, I don't want to give an answer and be like, that sounds outrageous. Cause I, I personally really don't know, but I, I do think a quarter million in the next five years is very possible. Um, but anything after that, I, I don't think I'm educated enough to give you that answer.
0: I don't think anybody's educated enough. Like, you could calculate the supply and the demand and, like, calculate the world's money supply, you know, and say, well, you know, if all, I think there's, I'm going to throw a number out there, but I want to say there's, like, 87, it's under 100 trillion of, like, all the money in the world. And so you could say, well, if all of that money was in Bitcoin, let's say Bitcoin's worth 100 trillion, you could whip out your calculator, 100 trillion divided by 21 million coins, put to that 5 million a coin, I believe, I don't know, because I know if it hits gold market cap, it puts it at like 400K, which is like 7 trillion. So, yeah, you could do all that math and you could come up with a number and you could be like, this is my educated guess, you know. Um, It's all speculation, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's egging you on for the answer, bro. Everyone wants a know number, that makes
1: man. Sense. like that was what I was looking for. Is more of the, the equation of it. Like, OK, cool. Four or five million is extremely possible. But you also got to look at like the system at hand that the people that have power, will they ever go down easy? Mm hmm. So we'll be mm-hmm. we full adaption in our lifetime. I, I don't know. I mean, it would be dope, but probably not. I mean, you know, like it's just, there's so much to it. Yeah. Uh, that's a good okay. question. For me.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, that's a really good question. Mike asks is like, do you think it will have a bigger market captain gold? Cause that's that's the that's the comparison and i think that's the narrative that's winning right now and that's why you're attracting institutional interest the people who invest in bitcoin are the same people who invest in gold we're not they're not the same people but they have the same reason they have the same reason of like i'm avoiding dollar inflation this is a hard this is an asset with hard sound money principles at their core they're the same thing so yeah that's a really good question do you think bitcoin could surpass gold in market cap which is seven trillion i believe and i think Correct me if I'm wrong in the chat, please, guys, but I think I'd put Bitcoin over like 400, 500K. Do you think that's possible, Tim, for Bitcoin to pass gold in market cap?
1: I think absolutely. I mean, like, how long have we had access to gold and how long have we had access to Bitcoin and, and look at where we're at now and within the last decade? You know, mm-hmm. like 100 for sure. Like, without a doubt, like. 11, 11 trillion. trillion for gold. So,
0: yeah, let's do the math right here. What? 11 trillion. And I, numbers are—you <laughs> don't gotta be smart to make money, man. Every time I do numbers, I have to like million. All okay, right, hundred thousand.
1: Why well, don't even try some? hundred million,
0: 100 million <laughs> one one billion billion, hundred billion, one trillion, ten trillion. Okay, I got ten trillion on my number. <laughs> I'm literally got twenty-one million coins puts Bitcoin at four hundred seventy-six thousand dollars per coin. Yeah, um, and. I, I say, I think you said it, I don't know if you've said it directly, but you were saying access, like how people have only had access to gold for, they've had access to gold forever and they've only had access to Bitcoin. I think the exact same thing. I think accessibility. A digital version of gold has way more potential to exceed the analog version because it's digital. How many of you guys have ever invested in real gold or even like, you know, I've never invested in real gold. i like just started buying in silver. But I think, yeah, like people buy gold, gold and silver bars are a small amount of people, but the people who could potentially buy Bitcoin is everybody. It legit could be everybody. And that's what I always think is like, what happens when this really catches mainstream as it like when the internet did? You know, because it, the internet is an open decentralized protocol. So it makes it open. That's what makes it awesome. Anybody can use it anywhere, and you can't stop it. You can't turn it off. And Bitcoin's the same way. Anybody can use it anywhere and you can't turn it off and so when the whole world realizes yo this is a sound bunny this is principle there's only 21 million of it what the hell could the price be could it i mean maybe there's one day where we laugh at the fact that we compared it to gold <laughs> like for real because the the of like how powerful this is for people and i heard a, a really good interesting point on a podcast too it's like A lot of people, they were talking about privacy and how people who say, yeah, I don't care if people track me. I don't care if people censor me. Zach Hogan was actually saying this. It's like, or he shared a video about it. And that's really dangerous to be in that point of privilege where you say, I don't care about my security. Because guess what? There are people in China and Russia and Venezuela who need that security because that kind of stuff, they need that privacy, right? They care about their privacy, but you don't. And so by you being that privileged position and saying, yeah, I don't really care, you know, it's like the same I say as with people with their dollars in Bitcoin. Like, man, I don't really care to have Bitcoin. I got dollars. I don't need Bitcoin. But there are people in countries where their currency is getting destroyed, like demolished by inflation, and they need Bitcoin. And so it's like very privileged to people. Like we're very privileged in a position and living in the United States that we don't really need Bitcoin to protect our wealth. I mean, you do dollars going to get destroyed too. But there are people who need it a lot more. Right. And then like, that's why I'm really passionate about this stuff. Cause I want, I want to teach the world what it is because when the world catches on to what this is, (laughs) million dollars, bro, I, I, I'll put my money on a million, easy, easy money, easy money all day. Yeah. Like a million
1: dollars. It's it's crazy. You say that because like the American thought is like, we really do have it so good because we never have to question if we have it good or not. It's like, we're just born into it. It's Mm -hmm. like, Slowly but surely, the foot has been put into the door. All of a sudden, it was like they just started to get to know us a little. Bit. Like they 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 started like kind of imposing themselves on our freedom a little bit by a little bit. Where it just be started becoming normalized. Now it's so normal we can have this radical idea happen. Everyone's fifty cool. percent of America's cool with it. Where it's like me, fuck that. Like I, you don't need, you work for me, my friend. I think you forgot that. Like that. That's what the government is. Like you're you're not my dad. <laughs> you can call mm-hmm. me. Dad. You know, we vote you in, It's the other way around, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think so many people forgot that. It's like the thing I brought up earlier where women were being paid in in, in crypto. Like they just have to remember their key. They, they, they can't be, you know, touched and be like, oh, where, how, how, where'd you make this money? And it have fucking rocks thrown that them and shit. They got it up in here. That money's in their brain and it's not even physical. Like the dollar's not, like 99% of the dollars aren't even printed anyways. It's all digital. It's the same It's the same exact concept as the fiat dollar, but there's actual purpose to it. And the craziest part I wanna bring this up to you is like, how do you feel about like, you look at like maybe 2016, 2017, where we, uh, 2017 specifically, we saw these big pumps, but banks were saying, oh, it's a scam, yada, yada, yada. And then they were some of the biggest purchasers and they're now some of the biggest holders of Bitcoin. Like how, how is that going to affect the supply to the common person? knowing that these institutions with a lot more wealth than the average person is buying in a, in a, in an abundance of this asset.
0: Yeah. What's that, what's that saying? First they, first they hate on you. Then they laugh at you and then they join you. I totally botched that, but you know what I'm saying? That's, that's it with the banks. Like, you know, they laugh at you, they make fun of it and they say it's a scam. And then next thing you know, they're buying it <laughs> and they're joining you. And bro, like for real, my, my immediate reaction to banks, you know, seeing the news, seeing these people buy by the thousands, like, I'll be real with you guys. I have emotions. I'm a normal human being. I get fucking FOMO, bro. I get massive FOMO. I'm like, man, I don't have enough Bitcoin. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't have enough Bitcoin. Shit. Because these dudes, and I've always said this on my calls, and this is the way I look at it. When someone buys 30,000 Bitcoin, yo, they only make 900 Bitcoin a day. When someone buys 30K, they essentially just bought a month's worth of supply a month's worth of creation, one entity. And these big players that are buying these big purchases, guys, they're not buying a 30, 40, 50K to sell at 100. I get massive FOMO. That's how I feel about it. Like legit, I'm being transparent. Like <laughs> That's
1: why I focus right now on, on, on cycling. Being, being in the cycle we're in right now, getting my money to a point where now I can say, cool, I can purchase and even then, I'm like, cool. Like, I flip it to a quarter mil. I can only buy Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? At this, like, that's where I get FOMO yeah. too, too. Like, that's why at Chairman Twenty Five, like, we have an above. Like, we have a percentage we're being paid in Bitcoin every single week, and we're just putting it into a ledger. We're never touching it. You know, so it's like, I'm with you, man. I'm experiencing that too because I'm like, the time is like, what is it? The time is nigh, right? Like, it. Mm-hmm. We're, getting, we're not getting to that point, but we kind of are. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, we are. I mean, I, I personally don't see. think you'll ever see Bitcoin under five figures ever again.
1: Like, no, I mean, I pray to God it goes back. Like, man, if it went back, like, remember, we're like, damn, 7,000, that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if it goes back to I'm selling every single person in my family's house for cash, pennies on the dollar sold, <laughs> but like, gone, like, gone, it, it's, everyone's buying Bitcoin.
0: And how fast it changes. Literally a year ago, right now, Bitcoin was Mm $4,000. And and what changed? What changed? What changed about what's what's crazy is that absolutely nothing changed about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is still the same network. It still works the same. Still has the same rules, same supply. Everything about Bitcoin is the same. But what changes the world, right? The world changed. And the world realized, oh, damn, like... This whole, like, society, this whole idea of what I thought was normal <laughs> completely changed this last year. You know, what money is, how business works. You know, it's it, it moves fast. It moves fast, for sure.
1: What are your thoughts on, I know Crypto Picasso is looking to cycle out of this Bitcoin mm-hmm. after the halving and putting it all in the land. Um, kind of is that a similar game plan as you, where yeah. you're know, back to that accumulation phase again. I, I, I mean, I personally really like that game plan but then I I feel like the world can change and the world can change 30 days from now. And we can be in a completely different terrain, a completely different environment where it's like, that's not the plan anymore, (laughs) you know, like get rid of it kind of thing. So what's kind of your plan long-term with Bitcoin, like, and and, and putting it in different places. Cause you just having one investment, isn't the way, you know, you really do have to, you know, like, for example, take care of yourself. Like, man, I would much honestly, like me, I think i would much rather have land water food animals like protection than an asset where it's like it's important but i know i can take care of my family i can protect myself against tyranny. you know you, you know where i'm going with this right you know with that yeah
0: yeah i think so i mean personally full transparency you know most of my come up has been digital right so like digital assets digital things and so i thought that same thing i'm like man my wealth is digital but, you know, when the Internet, when the power turns off, <laughs> there goes your wealth right with it, too. So I, um, I'm also, like, torn because, you know, I've been, like, I pointed out one time when I called with Johnny on one of these kind of calls, like, yo, we think Bitcoin's going to pull back, but that's only because that's what it's did in the past. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to, because this time around is way different. This time around is so different. Is there a surge of demand? Is there a surge of hype? Yes, those, those match the previous bull runs where it was very hype. It was very crazy. Price rose fast. Of course, that can't last forever. But at the same time, JP Morgan wasn't buying Bitcoin in 2017. Elon Musk wasn't buying Bitcoin. Michael Saylor wasn't buying Bitcoin. Grayscale wasn't buying Bitcoin. And people we weren't and, accepting
1: Bitcoin. Either. And
0: people weren't accepting Bitcoin. So will it pull back? Yes, all markets have to breathe but will it make the 90, 85% retracement that a lot of people are expecting? I'm not so sure I want to bank on that. So my strategy is this. I have a portion of Bitcoin that I'm never fucking touching, never selling for any purpose, right? That's just, that's my Bitcoin. That's my Bitcoin, not touching that. And then I, yeah, I do definitely, obviously I'm going to cash out into, I want to cash out into something physical because of like we were saying before, it's like, you want to diversify. You don't want to have all your bags in one basket. And you know, one thing that is also a very hard, very hard asset is, is real estate. Obviously, you know, they they don't make more land. I mean, now that you can make garbage islands, right? Or you can just pop open islands somewhere. Of land in the U.S. right now, dude. Yeah, is they don't make more land, and land will always go up in value. And you know, I wanna I wanna secure my family like a place, you know, things like that. So that is my move. I'm looking to do the same thing, cycling to real estate um, and get in that. And then there was a thing. Someone sent me a private message think something that was really good reading it out. Vishwash, um, what about government ban? Like is India proposing a ban on Bitcoin? Yo, every, um, there's been a lot of governments that have banned it, tried to ban it. You know, here's the thing. Bitcoin is an open decentralized protocol. You know what else is an open decentralized protocol? The Internet. The countries that, you know, if you back in the 90s, you know, Internet's coming out and countries like, man, I want to control this, right? Because they're scared it releases their control on certain things, on information, you know, and you either had two choices, go with the technology, run with it. Or, you know, ban it. And guess what? If you if there's any country that banned the Internet, guess what? There is one. It's called North Korea. <laughs> they banned the Internet. Look at where their country is in. And so right now we're in the exact same position where there's an open decentralized protocol taking over the world. You cannot stop it. You can't turn it off. If any country decides to ban it, they're not banning it. They're just excluding themselves from it. They will be left in the dark ages if they do. And it's crazy because there's a lot of talk in the United States about it getting banned. The United States is you know, my opinion and some other people are getting into that region of like, yo, they're imposing some crazy stuff now on us and, you know, they want to regulate it. They're obviously see it as a threat. But if the U.S. bans it, which honestly I think is more likely than most people think, is way more potential than a lot of people really do think. Like that's gonna, that's no bueno. But the thing is that it's gonna happen with or without any country. If the United States says we're not taking part of it, China, Iran, Iran Russia, everywhere else, like, it's an open decentralized protocol you can't stop it so you can't
1: ban it <laughs> you can only exclude yourself from it i heard this podcast on this conversation specifically i can't i can't remember it because i saw it was a snippet um and so if i find it i'll drop it in the chat but they talk about why they actually can't and it's because they are participating in themselves you know mm-hmm. so like dude i mean i'm at this point too where i feel like in america like just like motherfuckers are never going to stand up for themselves anyways, you know? Yeah. So if you if people really even do anything, mm. you know, like that's the, the big question. And for me, it's like, man, as long as everything's in a ledger, I don't care what the U.S. does. See you mm-hmm. later. I'm like, you are, you know? Yep. <laughs> like, I'm that's, out.
0: That's, yeah, that's, that's what's exciting about it. That's why I think as there are any, Gather's a lot of us here today is like, you know, we were, I, I, I believe in personal freedom. We believe in those rights. And you know, Bitcoin is the money for those people because Bitcoin is F you money. It's fuck you money. Like, yo, you can't you can't transact with people in North Korea. Yes, I can. Watch me, bitch. Like, yes, that's my Bitcoin transaction. Like, you can, you wanna, you want got to send money to your family in Mexico. You got to pay 10% fee with Western Union. No, watch. I do with Bitcoin. Do this, right? Like, it, it is that money of just pure freedom. And yeah, you got your money on your ledger. You got your keys in your head. Like, nobody can take that from you. Nobody. Nobody. The only way you could lose it is if you get outsmarted and you give it up. <laughs> and you give like that yeah it's without getting into like too deep of a conspiracy of just like the politics of the world and where we're going with um control and things but bitcoin is um there's a reason why people value this stuff so much guys
1: how do you feel about i know we're going 15 minutes over here but how do you feel about a lot of companies now using bitcoin as a marketing tool for attraction towards their products like you see this with chipotle you're seeing this with a lot of companies like doing little Bitcoin giveaways or guess the keys or like it's becoming like they're trying to like do you do you see the, do you think they look at it as like it's a joke where they're just using it as like advertising to get attention because people are talking about, it? or do you think these companies are actually know what the hell they're doing and they're they're looking to get their their feet in the door?
0: That's a really good question. I I actually personally haven't seen that. Um hmm, I, I first thing you're saying that strikes me in two ways. It's like this could be a way for them to Stir the pot, you know, like get people interested in crypto for whatever reason, for whatever like person that owns them. Or it could be that they're very savage and that they own it themselves and they want to pump their bag because that's a beautiful thing about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. It's like if you're invested in Bitcoin, of course you're gonna tell people about Bitcoin, right? You're gonna make publicity about it because the more I talk about Bitcoin, the more people know about Bitcoin, the more my bag pumps. So for everybody in the bag, publicly talking about it more pumps everybody's back and yeah i think my closer point is like it just is making it bitcoin's going mainstream that's probably my biggest takeaway from that like i could i never i didn't even hear about that for some reason i've just been in iraq for the last couple of days but i was actually driving across the country but yeah that that i think is the biggest um takeaways like this is just bringing it mainstream for good or for bad you know it's going to bring it mainstream it's going to create those conversations which i'm all for i'm all for what yeah guys this this conversation's been lit. Yo I'm going to open it up just for for the 70 people here. I'm appreciate every single one of you guys Tim, thank you so much. I appreciate you man. Yeah. And-